Hello everyone and welcome to Someone Should Have Told Me. Today I was thinking about our children and how they are going to be the ones taking care of us when we get old. So we would like to raise our children and prepare them for the world. I was talking to this young lady and she had a 16-year-old and a 20-year-old. She asked me, do I think it would be okay if she went and got a studio apartment and left those two young men, they both were boys, in a house by themselves? I said, why would you want to do that? She said, because they don't appreciate nothing I do for them and they need to learn. They need to learn all the things that I sacrificed for them. I said, leaving them alone is not going to help them, is going to hurt them, and then you are never going to be at peace for the rest of your life. You have to prepare your children for the world so that they can be viable citizens in society. Now, my advice to her was, you need to take these this next four years. You have a 16-year-old son. The other one's there until he's 20. So you need to give 100% to them for these four years. You need to try to prepare them for society. You need to get that 20-year-old in gear. She said, well, I got him a job. And then he just seemed like he's just don't care. He don't care about the job. He's doing things that they're telling him not to do as far as he has a dress code. And dress code doesn't include wearing moccasins to work. And he had on moccasins. She said... She asked him, why do you have on moccasins? And he said, they're shoes, aren't they? Yeah, but wrong attitude. She has waited until her kids are 16 and 20 to try to prepare them for the world. And it just doesn't work overnight. It's not that he's a lost cause at 20, but got to put in some work. So when I came home and I told my husband this, he said, well, where's the father? I said, well, I didn't ask her about the father because she said nothing about the father. And evidently the father is not involved in their lives or else she would have said something about his father, something about maybe I'm going to take them to their fathers and let them live with him for a while. Just something about the father. So I didn't ask about the father because she was not forthcoming about the father. I just dealt with what she had told me, which was she wanted to leave those two young men alone at 16 and 20. I said, you have to Put all you can into that 16-year-old and then that 20-year-old. So in four years, 
the 16-year-old will be 20 and the 20-year-old will be 24. And hopefully, if we push hard and try to get them prepared for the world, that they will have a better chance in society than they do right now. What I mean by she will never ever be done if she leaves those two right then and there. I mean, if she's going to be a good parent and if they get in trouble, that's who they're gonna call, then she's gonna be getting a lot of calls later on in life because you have to prepare and tell your children about what is going on in the world. When I first had my children, we were raising them and trying to give them punishments. I always said that I could talk to my kids because when you talk to them, they understand. And then you understand what's going on in their heads because you need to always know no instructions come with these children and we all know that and each child is so different from the other even if they're in the same family they are not going to be exactly the same even if they are twins they are not going to be exactly the same they're going to need different things and so you address the things that are needed as they come up. I did spank my children for dangerous things and school. You got in trouble if you were doing something dangerous and you got in trouble if you didn't do your schoolwork. Those are the two things I spanked them for that they got in trouble for because those were the most important things. Even though it still was a last-minute thing. It was the, the last thing you've done after you've tried many, many other things. My older son, when we first started to spank him, and I would feel guilty, and I would say, oh, my God, to my husband, and say, maybe, maybe we shouldn't spank our kids. He said something so profound to me that just took any doubt out of my mind of spanking them. And I wasn't excessively spanking them. So this is what he said. He said, you better spank his behind now so he don't have to be caught by the police and the police spank his behind later. We are the ones that are supposed to rear them and get them ready for the world. And if we can't do our job, then other people have to step in. And they don't love your kids as much as you do. Might not be as gentle as you are. And that is why you are the parents. You are supposed to raise your children to be out in the world and to communicate with other people and to say please and thank you and have manners and how to problem solve. My sister just went to visit her granddaughter and we were laughing because she is five years old and she wanted to play Simon Says with her grandmother. Well, 
while she's playing Simon Says with her grandmother, her grandfather is over there on her iPad. And he keeps calling her to show him stuff on the iPad. So after he had called her maybe two or three times, then she said, figure it out, Papa. <laughs> so that was hilarious to me. But I thought it was so wonderful because evidently her parents aren't doing everything for her. Every little thing. Kids are supposed to figure things out for themselves sometime. I mean, we try to do everything for them and try to make life so much easier for them. But the best way to make it for them is to have them figure it out because problem solving is a big part of life. And if you can figure it out, then that will make their lives a lot easier down the road. Children are so loving and so sweet. And it is so hard sometimes to do what you need to do for them. I also had an eye-opening experience when I was spoiling my boys so much. And my husband came to me and he was like, you got to stop spoiling them. He said, you got to raise them to be somebody that you might want to be with. And I thought about it. And I said, he's so right. Because these two young baby boys are going to be head of households eventually in their life. And so I want them to be strong head of households, strong men for their families, strong men for their wives, strong men for their children. So after he said that to me, things did change because I wanted them to be awesome human beings. I wanted them to be, like he said, to be somebody that I might want to be with so that when I do get a daughter-in-law at that time or daughter-in-laws, I want them to be happy with what we have put out there. Give them a strong work ethic. Give them a strong moral ethic. Give them a strong love so that they know how to love and how to be loved. It's so many people that don't even know how to accept love. And it's because it feels strange to them because they didn't get it when they were supposed to get it. There are so many things that we have to teach our children. I never talked baby talk to my children. I always talked real talk because time is short. Time goes by fast. We don't have time for you to be talking like a baby we want you to be understood. So my kids were talking really, really good. By two, by three, of course, they were running paragraphs at that time. I can remember they used to try to remember the lines on their favorite cartoon, and they would be talking back and forth to each other and running the whole lines through a 30-minute 
a sitcom or a 30-minute cartoon. I know that it is so hard when they are so cute. I know it is so hard when they do something, but it might be funny and you don't want to chastise them, but you have to because they are living in a world with other people and we have to try to teach them the right way to do things. We don't want them to be punished because of the things that we did not teach them. So therefore, we try our best to be the parent that is necessary. You spend as much time as you can with them, helping them with schoolwork, playing games, because pretty soon, they're not gonna even wanna be with you. They're gonna be, wanna be with their friends. They're gonna want to start exploring life on their own. So those years that you have, when they are growing up, say before they get 10, those years are so important because those years are forming the character of your child. Not totally, because they do build more character as they grow older, but the ages between 1 and 10 are very, very, very precious. And so when they get to that 10, I remember my friend was like, oh my God, my son is turning double digits. And they made up a song. Double digits, do, 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 double digits, do, 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 double, 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 double digits. I thought it was so cute. And recently he graduated from high school. And when I went to the graduation party, I was like, please sing the song for me, double digits. He was like, oh, no. But it was so cute and adorable at the time. Then once they turn that double digits, then you're dealing with some other things. So you have to be on what you need to be on when you need to be on it because things will pile up. And then you won't be able to tell them what you need to tell them all before they are gone. And hopefully you have a good relationship and they keep calling back because there's always new stuff to learn, new stuff to tell. I am so pleased at the work ethic that my sons have because living in this world today, not a lot of people have great work ethic. It's like they're just there. And now someone was talking about this silent quitting. I think that's what they told me. I don't know. Silent quitting. I'm like, what is that? That means where you're there because they only want a person, but you don't do all that you can do. You only do the bare minimum. I think that sucks. Work ethic to make it work is you do the best you can while you are there and then you will be noticed and you will be taken up and maybe get a promotion or whatever. If you're just doing the bare minimum, then that's all that you're going to receive. 
If you don't go higher and above, then you're just like everybody else. You're nothing special. You're nothing different. You're nothing to inspire. So therefore, you'll probably just be where you are for a long time because you have no ambition to do anything more. I won't be at a job and not give my 100%. I know nobody wants to compensate you for your 100% because they are trying to get over. But you just keep doing the right thing. It will prevail and make you prevail and make you become unordinary. I know. I just made that up. Unordinary. (laughs) But you will stick out and be brighter and happier and be noticed because of who you are and because of the ethics that you have. Here's another story. So there is two sisters that have two daughters. The daughters are around the same age and of course you know when there are children there are children that can get jealous of other children and so they pick on them. So one daughter is picking on the other daughter and nobody is saying anything to this child who is picking on her cousin. Everyone's there. The mother of the child who's picking on the young lady. And these these children aren't even 10 yet. So no one is saying anything. The mother of the child who's being picked on comes and says, Stop it! And she gets smart with her aunt. And she spits in her face. The aunt slaps her. Okay? Now, we all know that if somebody spits on you, whether it is an adult, a child, whoever it is, it enrages you with anger. So, she slapped the child. And I know that I probably would have done the same. But in this process, the fathers of these girls of course, don't live with the children. And so, therefore, the father, when he came to pick up his daughter after she had been slapped, so she had a little mark on her face because, um, you know, skin will show a mark. And it doesn't even have to, you don't even have to have hit a person that hard. And marks or something will show. So, He picks up his daughter and he takes her daughter to the police station and files a report that her aunt had slapped her. Not that it was provoked by spit or whatever. So then it escalates. The grandparents are involved and everything. But they're on the bad little girl's side. Not the good little girl's side. And I don't understand that. I can't go any further into detail of why the grandparents 
are acting like they were. So then my aunt had a warrant out for her arrest. And she had to go turn herself in and get an attorney. The sister did not try to help knowing that her daughter spit on her sister. The grandparents, now they're split because the father tried to help his daughter who had to turn herself in for slapping the niece. So now they're coming out of their pockets with money for attorneys and everything. And no one is doing anything to this little girl who spit on her aunt. And they are going through all this turmoil because she was basically being a bully. And the child's mother tried to stop her because the grandparents didn't try to stop her. The mother didn't try to stop her. So she felt like she's her aunt. She should try to stop her. And then she has to go through all this turmoil. Got spit in the face. And now she has to go through court and all these things. And for what? Can somebody just say that a child spit on me and she got slapped? And... That should have been the end of that. Because now, who's she going to spit on next? Why is she going to think that it's okay for her to be spitting on people? Spitting on adults? This is ludicrous. It should not be. And now the court systems and everything is in there. That family is being torn apart because... No one wanted to discipline this child except for the one who did discipline her is now going through horrible, horrible things. What kind of society is this when you cannot chastise a child for spitting in an adult's face? I have one more story that this happened a little while ago. I'd say... Ten years ago, it went down like this. The alarm clock rung, and this young lady was a high schooler. And she kept pushing snooze, kept pushing snooze. So her mother went in there and said, if you don't quit pushing snooze, you're going to be in trouble. So she still kept pushing snooze, still kept pushing snooze. So the mother went in there, turned the clock off, and she slapped her and said, if you don't get out of this bed and get ready for school, then you're going to get worse than that. So the young lady, she got up, got ready for school, and her mom drove her to school. The police station was across the street from the school. When her mother dropped her off at school, she jumped out the car and ran across the street to the police station and said, my mother slapped me because I wouldn't get up for school. And the police said, is that all she did? They said, if you don't get out of here and go ahead and go to school, then you are going to get worse than a slap. Maybe we might put you in the pen for the night because you need to understand that school is what's best for you. 
And if that's all your mother did was slap you, then you are getting away. Get out of here and go to school. And that made my heart feel good because it does take a village to raise a child. And without the village, what are we going to end up with in the long run? What are we going to end up with when we get old and these children that we have not raised properly are running the country, running our cities, running our lives? Who's going to take care of us? You know how I and my family and my sisters took care of my parents. Are these kids going to feel like they want to take care of you? Or are they going to stick you somewhere? Or who knows? It might even get to the point I was watching Star Trek one day. And when people got old, they went to a place so that they could just die. Nothing was even wrong with them. But they were at that age where they had to just go to a place and then they would silently put them to sleep. Well, I want to live until I cannot breathe anymore. I want to have as much quality of life as I can. I wouldn't want to just walk off into the sunset when I get a certain age. I want to keep myself young and vibrant as long as I possibly can. And then when I can't, I am ready to go. But until then, I want to be here on earth having quality of life. And I want to be able to feel confident in the people that are running our country, running our city, and running even the block club. <laughs> because these are the people that we are putting in the world. These are the people that when we get older that we're going to have to depend on. Wouldn't you want to raise them, to be proud of them when they're running the country? Wouldn't you want to raise them so that we have no worries and we're not afraid? Wouldn't you want to raise them so that they will be able to raise the next generation? We're supposed to be getting better not worse. We're supposed to be teaching love, not hate. I'd say one more story. A young lady was walking down the street. Walking. And my sister happened to be getting her mail. So the lady stopped and talked to her. And she said, you know, the neighborhood we live in is so beautiful. And I love all kind of people. She said, but I had an incident happen to me with my neighbor. And she was sick and people were going to take care of her. So I went and knocked on the door. And she said, when they came to the door and they said that she was ill. And then she talked to the lady for a while. And the lady told her that she was raised not to talk to anybody that did not look like her. Oh my goodness. To think that people raise their children to not be friendly, to not 
send out a loving vibe to any human being is beyond my comprehension. Because, you know, I always say, I love each and every one of you. And I want to learn about every culture that there is out there. America is supposed to be the big melting pot. So, when we learn of other cultures, maybe they're doing something better than I've been doing. Maybe they know something more than I know. Maybe we can blend and come together and become one nation as we all should. We should be teaching our kids to love one another, to help one another, to do the best we can at work, and to do the best we can every day of our lives. So therefore, are we raising our children or are we letting them raise themselves? Are there bad children or are there just bad parenting? I think it's bad parenting. We are all human and none of us are perfect, but we need to do the best we can to raise our children to be the best that they can be in society. No matter who you are, no matter where you come from, you can always be the best that you can be. I thank you guys for listening to me today. You can email me at sshtmpodcast at gmail.com and you can listen to me at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pandora, Listen Now, Spotify, YouTube. When you look me up on YouTube, you just have to type in my name, Norlinda Murray. That's N-O-R-L-Y-N-D-A-M-U-R-R-Y. So, listen to me wherever you listen to your podcast. And I will talk to you guys soon. And I'll look forward to it. Have a great week. And I'll talk to you again. Bye.